Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the book of Daniel, and we're in the ninth chapter, the great chapter where Daniel prays on behalf of his people. And we're going to repeat this several times because I want us to see what he's doing here. Remember, he had been reading the books, and he encountered the book of Jeremiah, and noticed that the time of the desolation of Jerusalem, according to the prophet Jeremiah, was 70 years. Daniel realized that they were at the end of that period. And so verse 3 tells us out of chapter 9 that he gave his attention to the Lord God, and he sought the Lord by prayer, by supplication, with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And then he prayed to the Lord my God and confessed. Notice that he prayed and confessed. From the very beginning, he's confessing. So what is he confessing? Well, let's look. Verse 4, Alas, O Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and loving kindness for those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned, committed iniquity, acted wickedly, and rebelled, even turning aside from your commandments and ordinances. Moreover, we have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. Verse 7, righteousness belongs to you, O Lord, but to us open shame. As it is this day to the men of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and all Israel, those who are nearby and those who are far away in all the countries to which you have driven them because of their unfaithful deeds which they've committed against you. Open shame belongs to us, O Lord, to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, because we have sinned against you. So up to the eighth verse here, Daniel is just declaring this, confessing this before the Most High God, that this is the reason we find ourselves in captivity, and this is what we continue to do, that we sin against you. The kings have, the princes have, our fathers, our forefathers have, and now he's acknowledging in this generation that we have. So let's pick it up in verse 9. To the Lord our God belongs compassion and forgiveness, for we have rebelled against him. So he's picking up these ideas that he had confessed, and he's showing that God has compassion even in the midst of this that God will forgive, even though we have rebelled against him. Verse 10, Nor have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his teachings, which he set before us through his servants, the prophets. So he's declared before in verse 6, Moreover, we have not listened. And that's what leads us into the situation. Now he's saying we're still not doing this. We still continue to rebel against. We haven't obeyed his voice. We're not walking in his teachings that he set before us through his servants, the prophets. And then verse 11, he starts bringing home some zingers here. <laughs> Indeed, all Israel has transgressed your law and turned aside, not obeying your voice. So the curse has been poured out on us 
along with the oath which is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, for we have sinned against him. And that's a reference to what uh, was written in the law of Moses. Law of Moses is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And particularly in Deuteronomy, God said, if you don't do what I tell you to do, then there's going to be a judgment that comes upon you. He told them that if they did not move in obedience, if they didn't follow his instructions, his commandments, that he would judge them and that he would bring someone against them. And then uh, through the years and through the prophets, he clearly delineated what he was going to be doing. And the people didn't believe it. <coughs> and so he did this. So verse 12 of chapter 9, Daniel continues, Thus he, God, has confirmed his words, which he has spoken against us and against our rulers who ruled us to bring on us great calamity. For under the whole heaven there has not been done anything like what was done to Jerusalem. Ooh, sort of intense, isn't it? So again, remember the context. Daniel's reading the books and reads from the prophet of Jeremiah and realizes that the time uh, of the calamity, really, that the time of the desolation of Jerusalem was going to be 70 years, and they're at the end of this 70 years. But he's acknowledging, okay, that we still don't obey the voice of God. We still have turned away. Even though Jerusalem has experienced this and there's nothing like it, the Lord did what he said he was going to do, that he brought great calamity. Now, you're going to see this word again. Uh, let me just read it in the 13th verse, the next verse. As it is written in the law of Moses, in other words, the Lord told us in his law, all this calamity has come on us, yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our iniquity and giving attention to your truth. So in the 12th verse, the 13th verse, the 14th verse, which we'll get to in the next episode, we see this word calamity. You see it all through the prophets. You see it particularly in Isaiah. The Lord does bring calamity. I've actually heard it taught. I've heard it preached that the Lord does not bring calamity upon his people. Nothing can be further from the truth. Now, I know all too often they'll say, well, it's just the Jewish people, okay? <laughs> you don't, don't draw those lines of demarcation. We're grafted in, okay? Remember that? They were not obedient to what the Lord told them to do. And they're still in this state. And this is the reason that Daniel's praying. And I'll tell you, folks, I think this is a good pattern for us as the body of Christ to be praying for the church today. Uh, even the organism of the church, the true believers, the true body, and especially for the organization church, okay, the organized church, because so much of the organized church is not truly the church. They're not truly saved. Okay, you can say all you want to. You can talk about how faithful you are. You've been a member of this church forever and ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't repented and confessed and called upon the name of the Lord and been baptized, you're not saved. A lot of times people say, well, you know, I believe in God. And, you know, I, I was baptized as a child. And so uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, you need to check with God. Okay, check and see what the Lord says. Okay? Because we are saved by faith and by belief, not by the baptism. But the baptism is a declaration, and I love what Michael Heiser says about this, that it's a, a declaration of whose side, whose side you're on. It's a declaration within the heavenly realm that you are a servant of the Most High 
God. And it really grieves my heart. I've actually heard this said in recent years. I'll put it that way, okay? I've heard it said, uh, one pastor said, well, no, I will not baptize somebody a second time. In other words, if they were baptized when they were younger or something like that, and they now realize, wait a minute, I need to do this of my own volition, my own decision. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. Really, I know the arguments. The arguments are not biblical, okay? They're not biblical. And so we need to do what is being declared right here, okay? We need to turn from our iniquity, and we need to give attention to the truth of the Lord. That's the reason that Daniel was praying this way. He knew that his people had not done this, that they had not turned, that they continued to transgress. They continued to do things the way they wanted to, and nothing was going to change, even though the seven-year time period is up. They needed to turn from their iniquity and give attention to the truth of the Most High God. So do we, folks. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you, see you the next time. Goodbye.